Yeah, kid, do you think that there's um, more artists, collecting artists on hand? 1,000%, yeah. Because it's so easy, to, it's so hard not to. Like you go, when I was on hand, you just spend 200 tears a day just yeah. on this illustrator from Thailand or this like 3D artist from Russia that you never heard of just because the art was amazing. And you know for a fact, if this this piece was to come up on foundation, that 0.5 ETH to kick it off, it's, it's a lot of money. And you know for a fact that a lot of these artists that, like I've never sold an NFT personally that I've brought, that I've collected because it's, I'm in it for the art. So yeah. it's so much easier to support artists. And just, yeah, just, and also like, just give them a leg up because there's a lot of artists on, on the Tesla's blockchain that haven't even got like big social media presences. So just a retweet of these artists can sell them out. Like there's, like did you, there's a guy on Tez that used to do um, like crisp sandwiches. He used to do like pictures of crisp yeah. sandwiches. And I yeah, just retweeted yeah. it one day and it like, it sold out within like a minute. And he, he messaged me buzzing or whatever, but that's, you couldn't do that on Ethereum. There's just so much more fun to be had on uh, Tezos. I mean, I miss it now. That was my, that was my down bitch. <laughs> the boys got PhDs when it comes to talking about NFTs and that's nifty. That's nifty. All the great artists they come to this place to talk about. The crypto space and that's nifty That's nifty That's nifty Your hosts for tonight's podcast are Tyler, Larry and Slime Sunday Damn, that's nifty G-Mog Yeah, baby <laughs> I'm Jewish, so I did the most Jewy thing possible and wore my Turkish linen robe. Amazing, dude! You got a drop today. I do. I might be multitasking. I might be adding to my collection. Hey, good man, good guy. What's up, guys? Shaka's... I can finally hear. There we go. Hey, Shaka's up? got pre-sale hoppers today. Yeah, dude. It's but a. Who are all the All right. <laughs> Bill Ellis is the nervous. man. Baka Arts, you're the fucking man. RD. Oof. What's up, G-Monk? G-Monk, I left it up. I got I got the G-Monk in your honor Oh, today. appreciate that. Tim appearing. Oh, there he's going. Oh, uh, Stefan. Are we you actually all? Maybe Stefan's always had muscles. Wait, 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 wait. What's happening? How do I put my camera on? <laughs> I don't know. Just put your zoom. clothes first on. <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, oh, there he is. What's up, everyone? Wait, I need to oh, get Oh, Stefan's got a razor. There he well, is. <laughs> there you go. Nope, here's Alexi. All masked up. I love it. <laughs> oh, here comes the plague. Oh, what up? You're... <laughs> It's a lethal. How run. you feeling? I'm dying, man. But look, I'm icy. I'm icy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> kind of disappointed that you don't have a Christmas mask. Yeah. I know. I tried. I've got a white one. It's got white camo. We can try that. How you doing, Bill? We're good. How are you? Yeah, man. I'm. I'm still alive, unfortunately. Is it? <laughs> are, you, are you like sick? Like like dying or is I it couldn't cold? smell I couldn't smell or taste and I just like could only stay awake like two hours a day but yeah I'm on the mend oh shit yeah man oh, I like shit. you got COVID yeah man big oh, big big in the COVID smart. game shit 
Dude, I don't know. Imagine if we all get that. sick because we did a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm happy to report that we slept 12 hours last night with a newborn with only one wake up. Dude, congrats. It's like he knew King Leo knew today was the day he rested. You don't look very rested. I don't oh hey come on. <laughs> got curly hair, you know, can't do much. <laughs> Yeah, pretty. We've been going through four months sleep regression, so he kind of maybe he's out the other end. I don't know. Maybe I was watching House of Gucci last night to get in the mood. Oh, there you oh, go. Shit. Has anyone yep. seen it? Yeah, I've seen it, but it's just it was not my thing. I don't know. It was we're like halfway through it, so we're an hour and a half through it, and then we look and we're like, shit, there's an hour and a half left of this. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> <laughs> where does this go? So we're halfway through. So don't don't. <laughs> I like I like Alexi's background right now. <laughs> I had to. No user. <laughs> That's money. Is there a system to this child? We just trying shit for an Oh, hour. there's fucking loads of people here. I thought it was about four. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta zoom out, dickhead. Oh, oh <clears> fucking hell, <throat> oh, man. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no agenda. Just uh, wanted to have some old guests on, see if you guys want to chop it up talk about what's going on in the world at the moment and i don't know happy holidays mm. watching lord of the rings for the 30th time mm. <laughs> lord of the rings is a christmas good. film isn't it yeah it is yeah it's crazy to think like how many people we've had on this podcast it's like pretty epic and you guys I'm just uh is this I'm the just, full roster i'm oh. i'm really happy to be in a room with uh I- all these people who do tax evasion so nicely. <laughs> so the tax evasion has just begun. <laughs> uh, I don't, I've, I've, me and Kid A have the same accountant and we have to be very, very legit because public stuff. Here, here's, yeah. a, here's a good question. So my accountant is saying that you report all of your Ethereum earnings from the get-go and then when you sell it, you report how much Ethereum's gone up and pay the capital gains on that. Is that what you guys are doing? When you max, when you, te- when you go out, right? Yeah, when you that, that's out. correct. That's correct. Can we not but do you this claim now? it at can the beginning? Can we not do this now? Please, can we not do this? <laughs> 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 oh, it's oh, yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. a way to see everything? Hey, guys, how's it going? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, what's up? What's up, man? And click gallery. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's a sausage party. Have you not had any girls on the uh, podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we said no, that's something earlier. we need to work on. Yeah, we it's tried. not representative of the culture. I, 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 for one, cannot stand for this any longer. <laughs> Go get some shy. girls, bro. We gotta, we gotta find some girls, man. It's tough being mm. married out here in the streets. <laughs> Thanks for robbing Bing it. Bong. <laughs> <laughs> Send some females our way. I would if that I could. Sounds so weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I like that. We were just talking about taxes. I would love to know like, who's going to pay more than thirty percent and who's going to pay less than thirty percent. So more than thirty percent, raise your hands. Oh, 100%. Can we, can we do more than 43%? Yeah. Oh, let's see. Yeah. Let's see I think I'm at 47% right now. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So <laughs> what you're saying is I shouldn't give 
up all my money to StockX for sneakers instead yes, of paying my taxes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, what you should do, you should move to Curacao. <laughs> what? That's where I am. And it's, uh, I, I've learned this year that I didn't come here for the tax purposes at all, but I'm doing everything super legit and going uh, to be pretty. Uh, what about all these, these people who are like selling crypto punks at a loss to like offset their taxes? Like, Cunts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like people are like advertising this shit on Twitter. I'm like, can you actually do that? Like, should I just go buy a punk and sell it for like, you know, just take a massive loss on it? What you should do? Yeah, make an arrangement. Make an arrangement with somebody else for two million and sell it for 150k. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. What if you, What if you bought it from yourself? Well, that's a different conversation. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's what hotels and big art collectors do because. When, when they liquidate companies, the art doesn't get liquidated. So they just take the art home, but they use company funds to buy the art and then they just offload the artwork later on. Is this incriminating? I'm, I've got to go if this is going to get. <laughs> <laughs> this is an intervention. You're all fucked. <laughs> I think it's adorable that so many of you are learning to do this. I've been doing this for 20 years almost in Aiden, Texas. There's a lot of rookies in here. Oh. <laughs> Oh shit! I was selling NFTs. So. All right, give us some pro tips. <laughs> um, Not so, financial advice. No, I, I can't. I can't lead you down that path. But I can, you know, individually, I can. I'm happy to to talk with some of you. Now Ooh, go okay. big. You are joint accountant. Yeah. <laughs> and Wait, now Sarah, three is you... opening up his own room. <laughs> Breakout room, one at a time. Breakout room. Use that. Dirk, where, where are you based? Are you in Switzerland or Barbados or something? No, it's uh, Curacao. It's an island in the Caribbean. It's uh, next to uh, Aruba. Aruba is, is more commonly known. Oh, it's, shit. It's off the coast, coast of Venezuela. Basically. What a great life. Hence the beautiful patterns in your background and your shirt. <laughs> well, I mean, feeling I, have, it. I have to be Big on vibe. brand uh, a little bit. In the beginning, I had like the uh, the waves and the, like the beach background that was fake, um, but you know that didn't really sell it. So. so are you are you like a citizen? Yeah, I I moved here because I met my girlfriend and she already was living here for twelve like thirteen years. So only a year ago I moved here and I have now I've set my company up here and then it's all it's all legit. But they're really trying to have some uh, like stimulate digital nomads to come to this island because the only industry here is like uh, you know tourism hotels and stuff like that um so made it, they made it very interesting for people from the us or other places to come here work here uh, without a, a work permit for at least like one or two years uh but i'm a full citizen so yeah i i uh, live here as long as i want so, I guess yeah. we're all moving there. Now. Love that. Let's fucking go. So we're all moving there. Is this yeah. the world's largest, largest mug shot ever taken? <laughs> yeah. Fast forward to the documentary, and we're all in jail. This one shows up. I didn't realize Bill uh, did send this out to Twitter. <laughs> oh, you said we were doing that. Yeah, like towards the end. Oh, in private, not public. <laughs> At the end, we'll just right, throw I'll that. delete that. We'll, we'll all throw no, 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 no. It's not many people have joined. Through. This is this is fine. Yeah. 
Maybe but someone with some clout should post it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess Bill is just not that popular, you know? Uh, I don't think any of us are popular. There's like literally three random people here. Ooh. <laughs> Bill, Bill, can I say something? I, I always thought that your name was Belice or like Belilis. Belilis. You know, and I thought that was your art artist name. And then I found out it was just Bill Ellis. And I was like, really? <laughs> no, it's actually Billy Ellis. It's Billy, Billy Eilish. Billy, Billy Eilish. Bill and Eilish. Because yes. <laughs> it kind of went with like the style, you know, kind of like this dark Gothic Greek style. I was like, oh yeah, Bill Ellis. Bill Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> art's amazing, man. The deep. Thank you. So are you. How do you make that shit in ZBrush? No. Yeah, ZBrush and cinema. Oh, oh shit! Really? You sculpt all that? A lot of it is sculpted, resculpted. Some stuff are scans, but so it's cool, all like that's a blend of using everything. Yeah, it's I amazing. saw, I saw Jim Duncan off like years ago, and he opened the presentation with a wanking neon monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> are you going this, this year? I'm going this. I'm doing the titles this year. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be there. There's a lot of us going as well. Yeah, maybe we can converge too. NFT and conference circuit together. Yeah. Gene, look, I saw you at FITC in like 2005, I think. Mm. When it was still flash in the can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Tor- in Toronto? Oh, yeah. Yeah, done a lot of those conferences. Done over 100 of them over the years. Wow. Yeah, I like it, though, man. It's the case study. You get an hour... Go on stage and give it, give it, give it to them, you know, give it, give, give them your, your spiel, you know, tell the you, story. Do you prepare for that shit or you just wing it? I, I prepare. All right, now, right. now I, now it's, it's actually, my speech was like your art, you know, it was, it was, it was, there was a lot of like tension breakers in there. A lot of ridiculous, absurdist imagery and gifts that I've had to clean up over the years. <laughs> Just like drop it. a bunch of acid and get on stage and be like, <laughs> yeah, have you ever been on acid on stage? <laughs> no, but at uh, FITC Amsterdam, I was um, definitely on those uh, psilocybin truffles. Uh, was that a regret? Or were you like, yeah, just rolled with it? Oh, it was a great speech. Nice. It was a great good. speech. Yeah, it was fun. How are you fun. feeling about tonight? I feel good. I'm still yeah. sending out tweets and shit. Still, oh, yeah. still, still working. Yeah, we're oh, doing a job um, tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's in uh, three hours. Dude, I'm going in. I'm trying to win one of these. Dude, did I sh- send you the the certificate that we just designed? Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, it's, it's legit. Yeah. I add to my one one, my G Monk one ones. Nifty's back, guys. Yo, it's a huge, huge day today. Congrats to Dirk. Dirk, congrats. Mint mint record over in the Aku project. Uh, Ooh, oh, nice! Yeah, it was was crazy. They did. Uh, there were some some big issues, though. A lot of people got charged, uh, like for for multiple editions, which they didn't buy. I did. Mm. I did. <laughs> I still have to clean that up with Nifty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> really? Dude, if you can slay from the Caribbean islands, you're so winning. <laughs> like that is just totally winning. <laughs> Nate Nate Hill had a good drop the other day as well. Uh, with Tim Maxwell. That yeah, I saw really that. <laughs> yeah. You got Stefan tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow's a big this day. This is tomorrow? Shit. You move fast. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. It's pretty good. 
tomorrow's a big day though tell us about the uh you said the contract is like pretty intense it's crazy yeah we've been working for like six months on the contract it's What's wild legend then euphoria has got a drop on friday yeah yeah that looks beautiful dude i'm moving sure. funds to nifty and Thank they're you. not showing in the wallet. So I'm now trying to get Nifty to show the funds in because I was preparing, thinking I'm clever. I'll prepare a few hours ago for everyone this week and nothing showing up. <laughs> Are you, as in, like, did you transfer Ethan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's like a new feature, right? Has anybody used that? Well, I just send prepaid ETH and it shows on the actual, like, um, the transaction but not in actual nifty but if you go to the actual code you'll see it there so trying to clear it before everyone's drop uh how long does it usually take to clear like like a like minute should, yeah it's been it eight be hours yeah it oh, should be quick <laughs> chaotic it's clear doesn't the money's there it's just i can't use it on the account and that's like on nifty's end trying to clear it or yeah something. We've got Iaphoria, we've got G-Monk, Daniel Larsham. Stefan is separate. He's he's free soloing on his own team. He's soloing. He's soloing. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, good term for it. it <laughs> it's so scary to do like on your own. Oh, you're going to do fine. Look at Thank You X a couple couple week ago. I mean, Kid 8 did it. Oh. Look how that went. I didn't do it. I did a double drop with someone else. Xulo's in the house or something? Yeah. Oh, is that yeah. in the house? He's in the house. Yeah. Attic up there. Yeah. Oh, How shit, is Nick Xulo. Yo, yeah. Here. How you doing, man? Cheers. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I want to talk about that collab. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did I accidentally, like, slip my mouth? I, I mean, I have a big mouth, so. No, I was no, like... it's absolutely fine. Mine's big, but you can't see it. <laughs> Wait, what? You, you two are collaborating together? He's already done a devil. So he's, I've got one from you, one yeah. from Xulo. Um, who else? I've got, um, who else have I gotten from? Yeah, well, you can't release there. mine because I'm working on something else first. Too late, buddy. Too late. Uh, you're going to have to wait. You need, right you need my permission and everything. Don't give a fuck, bro. It's coming out. <laughs> I've got pictures of you from that night in London. Say again? I've got pictures of you from that night out in London. We'll talk about this another time. We'll talk about this another time. In a breakout room. <laughs> got Nate Hill in the house. What's up? Nate. How you doing, Legends? What's, What's up, up, Nate? Oh, What's up? up? Hi. Early morning here in Melbourne, but it's all good. Glad to be here. Melbourne. What's up, dude? Yeah. What time is it in Melbourne? Uh, it's just about 7.30 a.m. On Sunday or Monday? Uh, Monday, yeah. Monday, there we go. Yeah, we're in the future. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 10 points to anybody who can figure out what this is. That's Drake from Hotline Bling. It's like the most random shit I've just had this for years. It suits you. You look good in it. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else got any good ones? Uh, I, I tried to get, you know, some cheap stuff from Primark, but like all I got was this Balenciaga <laughs> ugly sweater. So, Great. you know, I had to get it. Love it. Wait, holy shit! What do you have in the sweater? Yeah, what's what's? It's Bob. Gecko. Bob, yeah. Does that Bob, come with Bob the it. sweater? Oh, oh Bob, you got Bob. Let's go. <laughs> no. Let's do, Bob. Is Bob gonna do a drop? 
Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, he's fucking like a, a thousand bearded dragons and shit, you know? <laughs> that hasn't been done yet. That's a good idea. Yeah, you need a, a bearded dragon PFP drop. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, we're in South Park right now, so I was like, they're doing like fucking frogs and toads and shit, so might as well do some bearded dragons. So he just chills, huh? Yeah, he just on my. I think he's gonna shit on my head. So I was gonna say that's gonna shit on my head. (laughs) (laughs) You you need a pet like that, kid. No, I've no, no, no. Yeah, a little iguana or something like a little. No, man. No. To the ground, bro. I haven't got the mental capacity to look after myself, let alone an animal. Just no. That's that's why I said something small. I was gonna make a joke, then we'll leave it. Leave yeah, it. gerbil. <laughs> I, I told you, my, I told you my thing about rodents and stuff. I'm Richard Gear. Yo, we yeah, got Dave Crude, man. Just like get a. Oh, Ooh, where's he at? Mania. There oh, he is. is. Cool, oh, beautiful. beautiful. Oh, <laughs> What's up, dude? Challenge, how are you guys doing? Awesome. Jalen. Slime, what up? What's up, dude? Dude, super. Wait, it's Dave here. Holy shit. I love you so much. Yeah, hey, hey. Raised some charity for you, man. That was awesome. Yeah, you guys did like 75 years. I think it was. Yeah, insane. And guys, um, my plan is that we form a council of all the artists that helped raise money. And we it's like a mini DAO. Um, and we can decide together, like, how to distribute the resources to people in, in a way that it can do the most good. That's awesome. Let's yeah. just send, start, it to start a group chat. send it to the islands. Send it to Dirk. <laughs> He'll take care of it. <laughs> sure, sure. We can we can make our own mountain of cannabis. <laughs> that sounds good. Too. That sounds very charitable. <laughs> <laughs> How is the weed out there, Dirk? <laughs> well, um, the weed is actually pretty good. It's not legal, but uh, that's usually not a problem. Hmm. Get extradited on this chat. Let's fucking go. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think I'll be fine. I mean, still, I, I'm just kind of talking about that. I'm not going to pay too much taxes, but still for an island, island like this, I'm still contributing uh, fairly well. So I think they'll be okay with me uh, every now and then. What, what's the percentage bit. that you pay? Do you know? Well, I mean, I don't want you guys to hate me. Uh, it's gonna be like eight percent. No, no, it's gonna be less than twenty. Damn. Yeah, yeah. We send it to Dirk. <laughs> For me, it's fifteen, by the way. Oh, that's Yeah, in Albania, it is fifteen. Like the maximum of taxes that you can pay is one five. So you are welcome. Oh, wow. to- <laughs> that's incredible! That's wow. Incredible. Yeah, it's just the taxes that is good. The rest is not. <laughs> like the living side. <laughs> How's the weather? Uh, good. I don't know. It's not always. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think, I think we've got you beat on the, on the weather. I've never been to yeah. Albania. Yeah, I've yeah. been to Albania once. Tirana. Oh, okay. The capital city. Yeah, yeah. Just once. I was like 16, I think. Oh, okay. You, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of war bunkers everywhere that are now being turned into cafes and bars, isn't it? Yeah, they have the like Albania has the highest density of uh, coffee shops in planet. So, <laughs> yeah, staying up late. Yeah, it, <laughs> no, it, it's mostly about people being lazy, like staying in coffee shops. <laughs> so, 
it's not like a standard of productivity. So yeah, not a good thing for Albania to, <laughs> to, to share, but <laughs> about the taxes, it is good. So. Well, Stefan, well, I, I kind of want to hear... You guys raised a lot for charity. I was trying to find decent charities that help with crypto and stuff, but it's, it's not the easiest to find. No. I think it was, it was more of like, you know, like a, a group of friends or at least that kind of just got together and just decided to raise some money. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I think you can just do it any way you want. You could do it yourself. You could get a group of people do like a charity drop or something like I'm definitely I mean, thinking- we, we did something here in London with terminally ill kids in hospital my my issue with charities is when the money doesn't go to the people yeah. it just because there's so many people in charge so I agree a friend of mine he found all he did all the legwork as in because we I wanted to get presents for kids and we went and bought shit tons of lego but even now with covid you have to fumigate your donation so we had to fumigate get professionally fumigated uh trailers and then like decontaminate everything in order to get delivered to the hospital because they're all terminally ill children so it's i wish people made donation easier especially in the crypto space because a lot of us want to give back so much and yeah. it's it's hard to find the right ones because you never know exactly there's no proven track record in a sense of where the funds will go I've had uh, luck with Mind in the UK, you know, for mental health. I've been donating my Patreon and part of crypto money to that. So if you guys want to donate to mental health, I think that's, uh, that's a good one. That's sick. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, I think, yeah, it'd be nice if you could just leave it all in crypto somehow and send it to like an anonymous account. <laughs> that, that is like run by people that we know but like you know <laughs> but who eventually you know, most charities would just have to set up their own wallets because it, it would yeah. just make more sense it's all on chain it just been much easier uh, yeah you, you could you could see every transaction yeah <clears throat> next thing you know they end up buying crypto punks with the donations <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then selling them to um, avoid the tax implications at the end yeah 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 <laughs> The, the problem, honestly, just speaking, you know, from a professional standpoint, the problem there is that charities have to to note the value of the donation the moment it comes in. So usually, if it's a, an asset or security, they have to move it immediately. Uh, they've got to sort of cash it out immediately to take it. So they actually shy away from that because of the hassle of of uh, counting how much the the value is. That's why there's a lot of pushback on taking crypto donations from these charities. So it's something that they're going to have uh, to move into. But even like if you donate stocks to them, it's the same thing. They've got to liquidate those stocks immediately uh, to lock in the amount that you just donated. Is that because otherwise they will come across as they're trying to profit it? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Uh, yeah, because they're not allowed to take a profit on that donation. And so it's a hassle. So most of them on something like like crypto, that's not, they, you know, they've got a stockbroker on on staff that just does it. The moment a donation comes in, they, they liquidate it immediately. But, you know, for, for something like this, they're just not equipped for it. So it's sense. something that we, way to, way to bring the room. To F, bro, board everyone. <laughs> <laughs> are, you record, are you putting this video out, boys? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know it. Threesomes, <laughs> doesn't he doxed himself now? <laughs> 
Oh, he's been out and about giving people cards who come and meet him in real life. His face yeah, isn't no, hidden I, anymore. I'm not hiding my. I mean, I'm, everybody's assumed that I'm hiding my face because of my BFP, but everybody just makes the assumption that that's me. That's on them. But but no, I'm, boy. I'm not. I am a good-looking boy. Yo, Two man. of us here in Miami is quite the picture. <laughs> I want to hear about uh, Le Anime Phase Two pretty bad. If uh, Stefan wants to give us a, a quick yeah, and dirty on that, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Um, what do you want to know? <laughs> I want to know about the contract. I'm curious. Uh, so yeah, so basically, what we built is um, it's an entire platform where the the auction is the auction is also smart contracts. So the auction is. Uh, it's quite complex itself, especially because we're dealing with a lot of NFTs. So the the sale is uh, is around twenty thousand NFTs, and on uh, on layer one, it becomes very expensive. Um, and I wanted it to be like affordable for everyone to like get in the project. So the starting price is like one hundred and fifty dollars for each NFT, which is like really low for an NFT on layer one without loss. Because usually, like on Nifty, you see those like edition that are like one dollar or like fifty dollars. People do like ninety nine dollars. The artists don't really mind because the artist doesn't have to pay for the mint. They're just doing the the edition. But Nifty actually has to pay for the mint. So um, now they have better contracts. But like back in the days, like when we all dropped on Nifty at the beginning, we were doing like super cheap edition, and they were they were paying like two hundred, three hundred dollars per mint. So some of the editions that some of us did some of the open editions that went wild, especially at the beginning where they were like minting. Remember where you had to wait like a whole day to receive their NFTs because they were minting them like one by one. They were spending so much money in mints. They were actually a lot. Um, so we, without trying to bore any of you, but um, basically making this auction very efficient was a, was a real challenge. Um, and then the, the platform itself, because once the auction is over, uh, whether it goes well or not, um, you, you'll receive these NFTs. And then these NFTs are like, think about the pages of PAC, but a bit different. Like pages of PAC are uh, ERC-1155, so they have no like non-fungibility, but basically they have no uh, data on chain. They're just NFTs uh, without nothing. These are uh, ERC-721, uh, but they have trades. So the, the image itself is common shared through all the 20K. But the traits of each token is, is is custom to the token, so you get like rarities. You have like the usual stuff for like a collectible project, right? So uh, all the traits and stuff. And then you on on our platform, you go on the website. You'll be able to merge these NFTs to create a new NFT, and you create the NFT yourself. So imagine like a imagine like a a character creation in a in GTA on your PlayStation, where you like pick the clothes, pick the jacket, you pick the pants. All of that you do it on our platform, and the the traits that you can pick, like the colors, the weapons, and all of that, are based on the traits that your your spirits, or if you have le anime, like you can merge the anime too, um, that your le anime or spirits have. So if you have like ten spirits and one, just to make a blatant example, one is blue, one is red, one is yellow, one is green, you can pick from each then you have those colors available you can pick which one you want then if you have like same of the same attribute you say you have like five with uh, a book uh, that that uh, that gives you um an upgrade so you when you pick the book you'll be able to level it up so we'll go like level three then if you like level one more than level three you can still pick level one 
but you basically unlock le uh, like level ups for, for trades. If you have different trades, like let's say you have a book, a sword, a shield, and a flower, you, uh, you'll still get points from like uh, every trade to get a score. So you still get points. And then depending on the score, your hero itself, so the, the, the PFP of the guy that's like this will, will level up, so you'll move around, you'll get different poses and like they get cooler as you level up. Um, the, you'll be able to display more items. So you'll be able to display the sword and the shield and the book and the flower and blah, blah, etc. So the idea is that the more you have, the more complex your hero looks. Then if you like, you're, let's say you're a minimal guy, you're like, you don't like the cluttering, so you don't want to, you don't want an art piece that is like oh, full of fucking weapons and all kinds of colors. You can just disable which one you want to disable. So you can only show one item and say, okay, I have like a super strong hero, but I'll display just a super clean version of it where it's like all black, all gold. You match it how you want. You make it really cool. But then on chain, it will still say this hero is sick. It has all of these wrapped inside. Um, and then the hero itself will gain experience if you keep it merged. Um, so like keeping it together makes sense from a from like a collector standpoint so you're like incentivated to keep it together um then if you buy more you can add, the, add them to the hero so you can add more stuff make it progress and then anytime it's not a burn mechanic so at any time you could like destroy the hero or get all your pieces back and you can trade them uh, or you can trade the hero itself um so yeah it's pretty That's this, nice. this, is all, this is all in one contract and like contracts have like limits of space and how much like they can have inside and making transaction costly cost efficient for this was fucking nightmare uh <laughs> but yeah it's now we're pretty much there so uh, we'll after we win when do we start fighting each other with our characters yeah. <laughs> so yeah basically the plan uh wait this is going now right uh so the um, the auction is tomorrow, it's three days. Then after a couple of days, you'll claim the NFTs. We need, we need like a, a few days of buffer just from a blockchain perspective, a point of view where we have to like put everything on, on chain and it's 20,000, so it takes a little bit. Um, after that's all done, you get you receive all, all of your NFTs. And then there's a period of, of like two weeks to three weeks um, of buffer. Um, again, things about like Pacquiao is like stutter, his drop. So, because it's already a lot to take in, the option itself is like people need to understand it's quite complex, which is what freaks me out because like, will they understand how to do it? Um, so, dropping everything together was a bit much. So, it's like staggered. And then after three weeks, you'll create the heroes. And then eventually, at some point, uh, you'll be able to sort of play with it. Damn. Yeah. So, what? How, who do you collaborate with to like manipulate? How, how do you build the user experience? My, like, yeah, my roommate, uh, my roommate Mauro, he's uh, we've been working together for like seven years now before NFTs. He's a very clever musician and mathematician, and he learned Solidity like a couple of years ago when we started like doing crypto because I was doing crypto before I was doing art. Um, I started doing art last like basically with crypto like a few months before on Instagram. Um so he learned solidity. Um like was that, that the was that the shaggy dude you brought to uh New York? A hundred percent, yeah. That's yeah, I love that guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, he's cool, man. He looks like he's like so, yeah. throwback style. He looks like he could be on Wayne's World or something. He could be in the band. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Mars got quite a look. He's a uh, He's wild, yeah, yeah. He's wild. He's fucking genius. So he's doing all the contract stuff. 
That's so cool. Going crazy. Yeah. She hasn't slept in a bit. I feel like we, I feel like on this, in this group, we should have like focused sessions, like men's groups. This is a men's group. We should have like men's group <laughs> manipulating the blockchain class. And then we should have men's group <laughs> fucking, this is how you pay your taxes. And then we should have men's group. This is how you move to the Caribbean. Those, those could be our first three topics. This is how you move to the Caribbean. I, and, oh, I and need to learn more about the blockchain, dude. Right <laughs> now, I'm making fucking images. <laughs> like, I don't figure out how to do I'm shit. Down. It's more complex. I'm but, to be honest, like, so much to I'm, do. I'm trying to get people, more into the blockchain stuff, but pretty yeah. pictures is where my game's at as well for yeah. now. It's hard now. It's hard now because, like, Solidity is new, obviously, and it's, like, for for artists that like like digital artists that are like visual visual stuff like coding obviously it's it's out of your out of your assets and then you look at um blockchain like holy shit this stuff so complex but solidity is actually very very i'm like crucified here but it's very simple a simple language so for a coder it's a very simple language to pick up and right now obviously the scarcity because that's not like it's it's on you but in like a year Solid developers will be everywhere because there's so much money in it, first of all. So like coders that are like studying way more difficult languages, they'll be like, holy shit, wait, these people are making millions coding with Solidity that is like a child's language. Because if you look at a contract, if you actually sit down with someone that um, can guide you through the contract and you read the code, it's not like if you open um, a software and you look at a code of like ZBrush or, or, or more complex coding, it, you break it down it's like oh this does this this does that if that's not there do that it's like very very simple then the complex part is knowing like how to use libraries how the blockchain works and and like all, all, all the all the technical stuff becomes really tricky but the coding itself the language is not hard so in a few years like a year i, I think a year already like you will see a fucking evolution where like solid developers will be basically everywhere and at that point it would be a lot easier for artists like like us uh, and like you guys to have like a find a body that's like yo dude i this is my art and it's like yo fuck this is sick like let's 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 work together i'll do the coding you do the art and, and we can smash out some sick stuff because now right now it's like there's very few groups obviously manifold that everyone knows it's like everyone's mouth in the future, there'll be plenty, plenty, I think, plenty of groups of individuals are like, yo, we do contrast varieties, just hit us up, blah, 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 blah. So it'll be a lot easier to put mechanics into place and, and whatnot. Is this stuff compatible with the nifty gateways and super rares yet? Or- yeah, yeah. Yeah, the thing is like, for example, platforms platforms are slow to adapt. Like super rare, I asked, uh, like I tried to do smart contracts on super rare more than a year ago. And like they were like, no man, like this is this is not a, this is not gonna happen. And then I was like, you should do it like as soon as possible because like the future is obviously like custom platform. The artists are gonna do their own their own website where there's their own draw where they have the freedom to do whatever they want. Like some artists want to do something that like on a Wednesday is blue, on a Thursday is purple, and the tech allows you to do it. Why why should I be gated to a 50 megabyte video on Super Air, which is absurd? Um, yeah. When you can, you could upload a video of like six hours, a hundred gigabytes. Like the tech is there to do it. Why mm. are we like fucking locked in, right? And obviously, at the time, the pace is going forward. They're like more interested in like, oh, let's push on the stuff that gets us money rather than the stuff that pushes creativity, right? Um, without bashing super, because like I love super, but same for Nifty. 
Le Anime, for example, when I did Le Anime Drop in March, I did all the contracts for Nifty. And I was like, these are the contracts. You just have to put the Nifty ga- gateway name on the contract and it's ready to go on your platform. And they're like, no, this is too risky because we don't know. We don't even know what it is. Um, so we had to do like smart contract outside, the ghost character, etc. Like go around it. But the platform could totally do it. You, you saw Nifty did like Arsham with smart contracts. That contract is like really cool. Everyone was like, oh, you're super revolutionary without, again, without bashing anyone. Like I love, love the guy, love the drop. But that contract is manual, for example. Like the fact that it changes during the season, they have to manually say your change. It's not like, oh, it's winter now, it changes, which is something you can do automatically, but they didn't. So they're like, they're like behind. They're just behind. It's just a matter of like going forward. Nifty is pushing a lot now on the contracts. They are really, really pushing a lot. The fact that now they can like integrate and wipe these projects from like um, from from outside, like OpenSea. You saw, I'm sure you guys all saw, like they they, they have like collectibles now on. Um, they're they're importing projects from outside. They can do mechanics. I'm planning an, uh, a drop of mechanics. Um, it's not too much like drop, but it's a drop of mechanics on Nifty, and like they, they seem like it's gonna happen. Um, so I think custom contracts on Nifty will, will uh, and Super and, and et cetera, et cetera, will, will definitely happen. Uh, the problem with Sora, a lot of platforms as well is they're trying to cater to like everyone that they have, mm-hmm. but only select few of us have the ideas. I mean, I don't have the technological know-how of how to do it, but I've got the ideas and a lot of us, I mean, you guys smash it because you know people to execute the ideas and I'm on a journey to find people to help me execute what I want to build. But as artists, at the end of the day is what comes to our brain, there will be people that will help us like execute the idea. And a lot of us, we can just go direct because the audience is, is ours. So a lot of these platforms are amazing as a stepping stone as well. And when you got a base, um, a standard fan base, but I think for the very progressive and experimental projects, we kind of have to find our way of our own and almost test the waters a bit. Because Stefan, you tested on your first drop and now you spend like half a year building what you're building now. And like Pack at first tested it and now he's just like really open and he's just doing whatever the hell he wants to do in a sense and people are following through. So I think mm-hmm. people need to be educated a bit and a lot of us need to learn or find the right people to help out. Mm-hmm. True. 100%. Yo, it's so good to see all you guys. I got to jump off. See you later, Peace. Peace. Bye. See you later, man. See you. Later, guys. That was, a, that, yeah, was an inspiring, uh, that was an inspiring run through, Stefan. Let's get it, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> I'm going like- to shit about myself now. Thanks for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, the takeaway is like, obviously all of you are smashing it, but the takeaway is like, don't, don't, don't get in that mindset where you're all, again, constrained to rules. Like the blockchain is for everyone. If you, if you think about some crazy, stupid shit and you're like, this is insane, just fucking do it. Just find someone to do it. Like reach out to people and be like, yo, this is mad. You want to try and do it? And, and like, you'll find developers somewhere. They'll be like, oh, this idea is actually mad. Uh, it might not work but just fucking try it you know mm, maybe we'll just use your roommate <laughs> yeah. in between your drone tomorrow we can dip in there how much do you want to give your roommate yeah, you get a cut Tell you get your like five percent ten percent i'm not i'm not selling my roommate uh, <laughs> 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 hmm. 
So, uh, Roger, you're a voice that all of us in this room admire and really look up to like your platform that you have within this industry. I was wondering if you had any macro thoughts going into the holidays. Pressure, man. What do you want to hear I about? I was fucking meta. <laughs> Let's go. Give Let's us the go. macro. What, what do you want? What, what do you want the macro of you on? That give us a, NBC give me a rough, right rough draft RD report for the new year. All right. So I'm writing this thing, right? Where actually this is really apropos because um, I was thinking back to this year and what means the most to me and, and far none. It's been relationships and like real friendships developed with a lot of artists and a lot of builders in the space. It's what I'll like, it's what I'll take forward forever. And so I've had like the opportunity to talk with a lot of people behind the scenes, but you realize like you can't do that for everyone. Right. So I'm writing this little piece to give some advice out. And my biggest piece of advice when reflecting on like the market and certain questions I get from artists or certain advice I've given out here, there, everywhere is this, what are you optimizing for? Right. That's the big question that I'm putting out there, which is like, okay, do you want to optimize for a top one of one sale, or do you want to optimize for market cap? Do you want to opt- optimize for community? For re- like, there's I, I kind of have five buckets, right? But but I think what do you want to optimize for is a really key question because I've heard things like this: Why didn't my something sell like someone else's something? And sometimes what I think is a shame is that I'll look at that and I'll be like, well, it's because of the the quantity, or it's because of this, and, and sometimes the market cap's even bigger than that other person, and so. Biggest piece of advice is what are you optimizing for? Be clear on that and then kind of set your eye on that result, right? If you're optimizing for market cap, maybe the one of one like mega sale is not going to be there and and vice versa and community reach and, and all that. I don't know if that made any sense at all, but that's what's been on my mind. It's like mm-hmm. have have your personal goal clear in mind and then base your measure of success on that. That's actually really good advice because- Mm-hmm. You know, I've been seeing, you know, when I first got into the space, like, you know, a year ago, it was all about, you know, one-on-ones. And for me personally, I've been trying to keep my collection very scarce because I, you know, like I thought, you know, like scarcity was key in this game, but then you see all these PFP projects come in and it's like, nobody gives a fuck about one-on-ones anymore. It's like, how do we get the most rarest, you know, PFP project? So I've been like grappling with these two things, like which direction should I go in now? Like, should I stick to what I've been doing this whole time? Like stick to the one-on-ones or do I move and try and do some type of, you know, generative project? I think key, Can I just key. say, sorry to cut you off. As an artist, don't do a generative project because it's just, it's not, it's not creating the art. It's not that, it's the community building. And then it's um, keeping the community happy. And then just constantly, having like every day you wake up and you've got to once again, prove yourself to a new set of people. Like people will jump into discord and they want you to explain to them why they should invest in you. And like, as an artist, it's like, it's demoralizing. So just don't do it. Any artist thinking of doing a generative project, just don't do it. Just I honestly, I can't say this enough times. The amount of people I've said this to that have then done it and have fucked up. Don't do it. Just, <laughs> that's just mad. Don't do it. Like, that's massive advice too, because what- I, I literally have one coming my... out today. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if it flops, I told you not to do it. Bro. I have a huge one coming out today. <laughs> it's oh. all right because we kind of have the we have the same model. We do all we do all the one of ones. We also do the additions, but I've also mixed in generative. So it's like, yeah, I have oh, like oh, a heart is going for you. My bum holes like this because it's so much work. Dude, my balls are in my chest this whole, this whole <laughs> meeting. I, I have thirty. I have thirty minutes until the first pre sale. So 
But yeah, I think if you just do the generative and there's like 30 you know, minutes, nothing. I better start fudding. Wait there, wait there. Shaka said, wait there, let me go on Twitter. Shaka Blake. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just, I don't, I think it's okay. But yeah, the community part, you, you get like 50 50. You get like the crazy people and then you get the people that care. But then, you know, the, you know, you get the where's whitelist shit. So it's, yeah, you, you kind of lose credibility when you do generative because nobody really cares about all the stuff that came before. Yeah, you're not an artist. You're they'll basically yeah. just dev or yeah. project leader. Like they, they really don't give a fuck about anything you've done before now or even afterwards. Like there's there was people on the day of my drop coming in the Discord and it's like, who's kid eight? What's evil? Like what like can I get on the whitelist? I'm part of the community. And it's like you fuck off, man. It was yeah. I'd, sorry, I've, I've hijacked. Bro, you, you remember that guy who came in looking for the metaverse key and he was like, Where do I get the metaverse key from? He's like, bro, like <laughs> not from here, like this is the kid eight job. He's like, who's kid eight? I was like, yeah. bro, you're in the wrong place. But then, like, 20 minutes later, he's like, yeah, I'm going to mint 10 of these things. Like, you know, you got to twist their arm a little bit. But, yeah, man, it's not... I mean, not luckily, a, like, we easy. got ours out, like, pretty much near the top. I think next year, like, answer, uh, talking to Roger about, I don't think profile picture projects are going to be the thing. And I think all of us here, like, artists or devs or whatever, sort of need to work out what the next wave is because... We've hit a top. There's no more animals. We can't do any more animals. Like I, heard, I overheard just normal people the other day talking about NFTs, and they said, "Oh yes, they're all monkeys." Like every there's normal people to think NFTs are just monkey pictures, and then when you see things like uh, the takeoff from the Migos did a drop the other week, and it's literally just a rip off of bored apes, but like they've got dreads and they've got different clothing, and then the utility of the drop is. Uh, he's going to take someone to space with him. Like the, all these things, I don't think are positive for the <laughs> NFT space. Or what, what about what about uh, bearded dragons? I'm just saying. Yeah, bearded dragons. Could that be the future. That hasn't been hasn't done been yet. Done yet. Done yet. We should all there. chip in and do the bearded dragons collection. We should have done spurs. Everyone see. The problem as well is when a lot of us started. NFT was a space for more well, art in the first place because a lot of us came from years and like decades of just doing art and design for for us in a sense and nft was finally the medium and the space to sell our artwork in a sort of native format and then that blew up and then pfp started coming out and then everyone was doing pfps and collectibles and i think the lesson i've got from it is do what is good to you and what's different as in like everyone's doing PFPs and then naturally you will think that that's what you need to do to succeed, but then it'll just be the same as everyone else. So it's in a sense, finding the ways to do something special, like so many people like Pac and Rafik are doing this. They're still true to the art and the experience, whether they increase the size of what they deliver or they limit it. I just think PFPs, I mean, the ones that really win are punks and apes x copy as well pretty good but the rest of them it just feels to me like it's all about money there's no no one really cares about anything else but just making money of it and that's fine and that's we understand if we're honest about what it is then we understand the nature and its purpose but the problem is that ideology falls into the art world in the nft space and all these artists doing experimental stuff and incredible artwork come people come to them with the expectation that because they learn what pfp does that they should be doing the same when it's not the same and it's the same with photography and and art and experiences in music and digital poetry and everything that is happening in this space cannot be used with the same 
brush as the PFPs and same as the art can be used the same as PFPs. Like things need to separate and get their own identity before the same shit happens all the time, which is what's the utility and what you're doing next and what's coming next. Should I buy it? And I bought this yesterday and it has a moon tomorrow. It's not how it works. Yeah. I think most people that have been doing art for a while, they're already kind of used to this because as an artist, and I know a lot of people like that, you have a certain style, but you're always jealous of these other styles that all these other artists are doing, you know, and you try to learn as much uh, from them as you can, but you know that you have to do you. I mean, that's, there's no sense in trying to be what anybody else is. And it's the same with these PFP projects. If you can do something and it really connects to what you were already doing, what you really uh, inspired by, then it can make sense. And it's, Kind of going back to what Roger said, like what are you optimizing for? Mm. Um, but kind of coming back to that, I was just curious, Roger, like your own project, like the Artifacts project, what would you say that you're optimizing for with, with that project? For sure, long-term, like long-term legacy, right? I, I want the PFP thing to shake out a bit, and I think it is, right? And uh, like long-term legacy, it's, that, that project's literally created because of what all you savages are doing. Like you're all trailblazing in NFTs. And it's trying to, to hold that up, like hold that up historically and say, these were a hundred of the people, obviously it can't be everybody, right? But it's like, these were a hundred of the people who were doing the damn thing in the wild, wild west, because there's no doubt that digital art and now digital art can be owned. There's no doubt that art as an NFT will matter, right? So let's not be like clouded by the PFP craze, like art matters, it always has. It's even in, whether you go monetary terms, whether you go emotive terms, it's always mattered. It will continue to matter. That's what that project's about. Like come out of those trenches years later and have something to look back on and be like, these were a hundred of those savages. Cross, cross industry, photography and landscape and precision and the pioneers in the future and just a just hundred different ways to slice this space. But that's the heart of it. And what, one last thought on that, because Kid8, I wanted to say um, what you said really landed with me. It's like when you take on a project like that, the community that comes with it, the trading interest that comes in it, the, the questions that comes, the DMs, the expectations, like it, it's, it can be insane. And so I wanna say like one thing to optimize for, or that's a perfectly like valid decision to optimize for, might not be the top one on one sale, might not be market cap, might not be this, might not be that. It might be quality of life. Like mm-hmm. optimizing for quality of life is a thing. And you can do really, really well doing that. Just something to consider. Hmm. I agree with that. Hmm. One thing as well, like as uh, like an artist, but also I think the difference when you do like a big generative project, like you can't curate your collectors. So let's say you're doing one of ones on Super A, you can sort of choose which bids you have and you can you can talk to your, your collectors and sort of build bonds. But as soon as you do something that you've got no control out over, it's it, something, it's so like you've created a baby. I've literally created a baby. I've put it out there. And there are people that are mistreating this thing that I've created. And it's just, it's a lot. And I don't think um, a lot of people, a lot of creators that have got since done generatives haven't really um, took that on board because it's, there's a difference like between being a dev and hiring like fiver artists to just do some layers and then flipping through a Python script or whatever. You've got no emotional attachment to that, but as an artist that's tried to do something like that and creating this idea in this character and just just having it so disrespected by a huge a huge amount of the community just because they wanted a, f- a quick flip overnight it's, it's i could never have anticipated that so 
yeah, if anyone is an artist thinking of doing a generative project, just don't do it. Like, I'm not being an arsehole. There's, it's not worth it. It just genuinely is not worth it. I'd much rather, I'm not saying I regret doing it because I love it and the community that's rallied around it is, it's unbelievable. But it is 25, eight, 390 a day. Like you cannot ever switch off. It, you can just never switch off, especially because, yeah, sorry, I've, I've, I've fucking rambled on. 25, yeah. eight, is Yo, that the, thing? This feels, like a, this feels like this was an intervention for me. Bro, it is. I told you, it's gonna fucking ruin your life. It's gonna ruin your life. I, I will say, I will say, like the the, the, the character thing that I that I've done. Like, I had so much fun oh, with it. It's still, I'm still a lot of fun. But yeah, after like a month and a half of doing like the preparation, the rollout, and all that, it's like, it's it's a lot. Can um, I ask? Are you releasing the IP with yours? No, 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 no. I started that. I started that. Mm. The amount of fud. So I had to. I had to. What, what's the expression? I had to fall on my face so you could fly. Like I was the first person that said, no, this is my creation. Yeah. You're not having it. And the amount of FUD that I had just from that, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I actually, I actually remember that. You, you had to like do a six part thread or something about like yeah, talking man, about how not to do it. Yeah. yeah. Remember those like, tweets. Like, anyway, enough about me. Enough um, about me. But I actually have to head out because I have to, this is actually about a drop, which is, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go, go to my actual Twitter space. It's just crying. Uh, <laughs> but yo, I'll thank you everyone. Talk you to got guys it, Shaka. Yeah, honestly, I'm excited. I'm excited. You yeah, should get it, Shaka. Don't listen to Kid. Do it while you still can. Fuck that guy. <laughs> talk, to, talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Happy holidays. Bye, Shaka. Bye. Right. See ya. My New Year's resolution is to be more like Slime Sunday. So I went out and bought a bunch of vintage Playboys, and I'm starting to scan them now. Dude, fuck yes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think I, Bill's right, though. Fucking just, I do too. just continue to do our thing, make great art. The rest will take care of itself. And talk to Stefan more. Those are, I like what D-Face did. Hijack Stefan's roommate, make great art. Yeah, Stefan, <laughs> Stefan can, you make, can you make a one-of-one -one auction tomorrow that's your roommate? I'm just going to beat on it myself. <laughs> Guys, I, I got to shout out D-Face. Um, J Monk, I love you guys. Oh, wow. thank you. Yeah. J -Monk, we'll see you tonight. tonight. All right. we'll see you tonight. Peace. Big shout out to D Face when he did that no roadmap roadmap thing. You know when he was dropping those hundred NFTs and people were like, "Where where will be? Well, will there be like any utility with these?" And then he was like, "No, it's just art." And I love that. I felt like that was refreshing to see in the time where PFPs were like the madness. So shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah. I no love that. He's just like, just fuck that. Yeah. Fuck the roadmap. <laughs> just make art. Yes. Yeah. We're artists. We're not like yeah. anything else except for Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the IP discussion is a, a, a good topic as well because there's so yeah. many expectations now just to give the copyright where it's happened because of a lot of PFPs where people expect to, well, you buy it and you monetize and that's fair for collectibles that agree with this ideology, but we, we can't just impose these ideas because it's happening in one part of the space. We can't impose it in all other yeah. aspects or what everyone's doing. But yeah, it makes sense with profile pictures, but you can't apply IP to like art and one-on-ones. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right? yeah, but a lot of people expect that now. And I just think it's things are moving so fast and then some expectations are just frankly absurd in a sense and is a lot of us can make statements with what we make but 
Yeah, I mean, the, the intellectual property one really grinds my gears at some points when it's, well, it's artwork. Well, no, that's the whole point of the art. It's, you can't just, otherwise we'll just be sticking it up and selling all the rights to music labels all the time. Exactly. What's interesting is like, there's been a, a huge uh, confusion of like, equate just because they're both NFTs of equating profile picture projects with one of one art, but they're completely yeah. different things they're just using the same technology yeah so absolutely i mean it's ridiculous um to even I, I think that people think nfts and they think oh well all the rules should be like cover everything but the functionality of a profile picture is more like a club membership than it is you know there, there's art involved but in the same way that like you know there's art involved on your broadway ticket <laughs> you know there's a picture of something um so i think we all should kind of put our feet down and be like, listen, like, I agree that for something like Bored Apes, like the, the amount you gain by giving up the IP to the community is like you gain community investment. And when, you, when you're that widely distributed, that makes a lot of sense. But for one artist to think that they have to give away their IP to their like, you know, uh, a creation that took them a decade to arrive at is just absurd. And I think we need to make that distinction very clear. Yeah, I just think the general public thinks like, what is NFT? It's profile pictures. That's like the general consensus of people outside of the space. But educating and letting people know that there's different neighborhoods and different avenues that go down, you know, there's all sorts of things to explore. And I think maybe just educating the general public about that rather than like, yeah, like you watch South Park, you know, they're yeah, all they talked about was <laughs> yeah. PFE. Yeah. <laughs> I think NFT is more of the medium is not necessarily what we create. So we can't, not everyone can be classified the same as collectibles and all these other things. But I think with time, the categories will differentiate and people will understand the difference. I mean, there was, I can't remember where the article was from. Pablo shared it about um, Rafiq. And it was, I think it was an art critic and it was his first NFT experience. And he, he mentioned why, like his, pre, um, well, his pre-notions of what NFT was. And then he saw Rafiq's piece in, on the beach and he was like, well, this is art. He's like, I don't even call that NFT. It's just a piece of art in a sense. So I think it's, the medium is amazing and I'm very grateful for it. But it's also a lot of people do not understand what a lot of us are trying to do. Exactly. No, I totally agree with that. Yeah, word. Mm, that's true. That's There's true. different the lines too, I right? Know. There's like, I could put a one of one that I own on a shirt and I don't think the artist would get upset. But if I tried to resell that or use that in an, another medium, like obviously that's against the rules. But like, how, how do you guys feel about that? If someone owned a one of one from you, would you care if they put it on a t-shirt and weren't selling it to other people, right? Just for themselves. I mean, That's personally, awesome. I'd like to personally create the physical for the collector. But then the other problem with owners going and doing what they want, well, then there's you completely cut off the whole point and the magic of NFTs, which is the original royalty to the artist. Because if, if someone goes and makes clothing or prints or whatever assets they want to do from that creation that they've bought, well, how are you going to regulate? How are you going to check this? It's a good point. Just got to trust the person enough. I mean, yeah, yeah if you're walking around with a t-shirt, you're promoting that artist. If you love that artist and you're wearing their art, 
like i don't mind if you know one of you guys did that and that's just kind of showing off you know the love for the art but i agree with bill it's just you can't really you don't know these people there's already a a lot of laws covering uh this stuff and i think a lot of it is still gray area like to what degree can you remix somebody else's art and i think the laws at least in usa if you create a new uh like independent artwork with it then it's allowed uh but i had some pieces up on super rare uh, where I actually used, I had this little car that I made and I kind of painted it with Kandinsky uh, art. Um, but then I put Kandinsky in the name of the type and then it got taken, uh, Super I had to take it down because they got a, a, how do you call it, a, D, a notice of the estate of the artist. Um, and it wasn't completely clear to me, but it turned out like me using the imagery was not a problem because I'm turning it into like this new art piece, but actually using the name and the title, then I'm almost kind of using that name to extract value from it. So, I mean, there's already a lot of laws, but it's still so much open to interpretation. So, I mean, I don't know if NFTs can help, um, you know, if the technology can help make that more clear, but it feels like now it's very unclear what's really where the line is. I think the much much more interesting model when it comes to art is is poking around at the reverse. Like the artist keeps the IP. I think it makes more sense that way, um, but explores what to do with that. Not saying this is right in all cases, not saying this should be the most popular format, but I am seeing some people say like, we're going to loop in that collector. So that collector that collects this one of one that's extra special because of X, Y, Z, it now becomes almost a conversation with that collector. See some derivatives like a Maybe there's additions that happen as a step two that are based off of that one of one art. And then that collector is brought into that conversation. I think that's a much more interesting model. Again, not suggesting that should be the majority of, of, of cases, but that strikes me as cool. And it strikes me as making that original artwork, if that's publicized, incredibly valuable. Like I am going to retain the IP as the artist. I am going to be making the decisions, calling the shots here. However, the person that collects this will be like looped in in some way, shape or form to that discussion and possibly be like privy to certain things in the future. That, that's really fascinating. We actually have Alex yeah. D'Elia on who does something a little bit similar. Like I own a one of one from him and he consults me on how the narrative of that continues within like the discord community, as well as I think people buy one of ones from you and then you redistribute an addition piece, right. Of like a thousand. And then that person who owns the one of one gets to resell that at whatever price they would like to redistribute it out to the community. Yeah, that's correct. Like my main thing is making collectors a part of the story of what's going on. Like, like Tyler, you just recorded some audio for me that we're going to use for a burger commercial that we made in here. And um, I just think that's fun. And like that collector, that collector connection is something that, um, I really value. And I think it's what's unique. And, um, you know, mine's kind of different. I don't do one of ones. I don't do PFPs, but I do have something that kind of has its own economy. It's similar to what threesomes does. And so I don't know, I'm sort of in this, I'm sort of in my own bubble. That's like different from the main concerns of what's going on in the NFT marketplace. I think that's the magic though, is you created your own sort of relationship and way you interact with your collectors in a sense. I think a lot of us find our own special way. I mean, I, I speak to a lot of collectors and I consult 
about what the future is. If there's a museum show, I would always ask a collector that owns the piece. It's almost like in history, there were patrons to the artists. And now these collectors, to me, they're like invaluable advisors. I always seek their opinions and what they see about the future while still staying true to what I'm trying to do. But it's also they've invested big funds into what we do as artists. So their sense of belief into what we do gives invaluable advice. It's really the best part, in my opinion, is the collectors and, and getting to know the collectors, meeting people, all these people that I've met over the last year. It's the best part. And that's why I want to include them in this narrative that's going on. Um, Cause I just feel like it makes sense. They're an equal ratio of contribution to this. I feel their interaction with what I'm creating. Uh, I got a belt up and dressing up as you see. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering I if know. you switched rooms or something. Is no. that Versace? <laughs> no, it's, it's Amy Paris. Versace. <laughs> Versace, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I was told there's gonna be sex, but I mean, I'm not seeing it, so you know. Next time, rain check. Uh, but next next year, next year I'm gonna start traveling and shit. Uh, this was a busy year, you know, kind of slight burnout with the whole fucking NFT thing. I've been doing like constant work for like I don't know, fucking eight months now. So just need a break. Uh, I'm gonna start traveling and I'm gonna I'm very excited to meet you fuckers around and uh yeah it's it's uh it's gonna be fun. Let's just get fucking wasted and shit. That'd be <laughs> nice. Let's go, baby. Epic walk. All off. right, see you later, Baka. See you. See you. Later, Baka. We just got Lush on as well. Oh yeah, there he is. Oh hey, sorry for being late. Fuck, I just woke up. <laughs> yeah, man, it's early. Yeah, another Aussie in the yeah. Plus, yeah. Nate, Hill, Nate Hill's putting you to shame. He's up at 7.30, timely, you know? It looks fucked, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, on the toilet still. I just silently just go off. Oh. <laughs> I'm waiting to see the mask, bro. Where's the mask? Sorry? I'm waiting to see the mask. I thought you'd have a Christmas uh, I'm, like, I'm naked right now. You don't want to see this. <laughs> I'm not shy. <laughs> you just don't want to see it. <laughs> So we got a mix of uh, hen artist and then ETH artist only. If you I was going to say that. A- Let me, can, I, can I just give um, some flowers? So I want to say, I think that's what's special about Alex and Freesons, the fact that they came up on hen where you the, the entry point is so much easier to get into that you can build these communities of diehard fans. Because for a while, before I did my drop, the, the Devils lot and the Evils community was all hen. And there was so much love. And the, I think the moment you take that over to Ethereum where there's a lot more money. It's, it comes down to money and profit. There's a lot more to be played with that you get a different sort of collector. So I think that's what's special about Hen and sorry, the Tezos blockchain because the community of collectors there is just so much more accepting and like open to new ideas and they'll come on this journey with you. They're here for you as an artist. Whereas I think on Ethereum, it's it, right now anyway, it's a lot more entitlement and it's just seen as like another way to make money. Whereas what Bill was saying about patronage in, in the past of artists, I think that's happening a lot more on the Tezos blockchain than anywhere else right now. Yeah, kid, do you think that there's um, more artists collecting artists on hand? 1,000%, yeah. Because it's so easy, to, it's so hard not to. Like you go, when I was on hand, you just spend 200 Tez a day just 
yeah. on this illustrator from Thailand or this like 3D artist from Russia that you never heard of just because the art was amazing. And you know, for a fact, if this, this piece was to come up on foundation, that 0.5 ETH to kick it off, it's, it's a lot of money. And you know, for a fact that a lot of these artists that, like I've never sold an NFT personally that I've brought, that I've collected because it's, I'm in it for the art. So yeah. it's so much easier to support artists. And just, yeah, just, and also like, just give them a leg up because there's a lot of artists on, on the Tesla's blockchain that haven't even got like big social media presences. So just a retweet of these artists can sell them out. Like there's, like did you, there's a guy on Tez that used to do um, like crisp sandwiches. He used to do like pictures of crisp yeah. sandwiches. And yeah, I just retweeted it one day and it like, it sold out within like a minute. And he, he messaged me buzzing or whatever, but that's, you couldn't do that on Ethereum. There's just so much more fun to be had on uh, Tezos. I mean, I miss it now. That was my, that was my down bitch. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's you, what I want to hear though. Really, from... uh, it's, it's really nice hearing that. Um, but I mean, the fact is like the stuff that me and, and threesomes are doing is like impossible to do on Ethereum. It would cost yeah. millions of dollars just because of how much activity we have going on on any given day, you know? Yeah, I've, I've got, you know, asking sometimes five and 10 transactions a day per collector, you know, gas fees would destroy these collectors. Um, yeah. But, you know, we, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll drop an addition of 30,000 tokens and we'll burn through them in two weeks, at, you know, 18, 20,000 transactions that there's no way in hell that could survive on, on ETH. So, you know, there, there's elements to the, to the gas situation on test that let us get a little more creative with that interaction and that that sort of community building that becomes a part of the art piece as much as anything is is only available by really exploring the possibilities of the blockchain with this stuff that you just don't have where it's sort of there's, there's that barrier to every transaction on the ETH side and so you know for me right now as i transition in ETH, it's about combining combining the two you know your, your ETH presence allows a new community in there but the actual moves and, and, and transactions are still going to happen on the east side for the most part, or rather on the test side for the most part. How yeah, I'm trying to convert variables? some people. So this this is very helpful. You know, like I would love to see all the artists I collect be on both chains. Like, I think that's awesome. You know, I think it only grows the community, like you guys are saying. I mean, yeah. personally, I really primarily collect ETH pieces from artists that drop on him as well, you know, because that's like my gateway drug to a lot of them before I make like a big investment on an ETH piece. Yeah, I mean, and that, that was, you know, we spoke to that a little bit ago with all the, the artists, supporting artists on the, on the test side. You really, you take not just your collector community, which you develop individually, but then, you know, the, the, the Tez artists really, uh, you know, like Kid was saying, support each other, whether it's just a simple tweet or a highlight of what you got going on uh, yeah. in ways that, that I'm the same way. I mean, I, I buy the ETH pieces of people that, that I, I have in common on the test side. Right. And it's I think it's across the board like that. But it's a really unique thing because we don't have a uh, we're not a curated platform for the most part. Right. Uh, and so we do our own curation. But as a result, you know, it's, it's kind of like I'm I'm highlighting my own little group and every artist is doing that same thing. And so the community artist wise, as well as collector wise, really becomes an intermeshed in ways that you don't have when you've got the gatekeepers and, and the the platforms that are doing most of the curation for you on the east side so you know it's it's just one of those nice little gems and obviously my project there's no way it, it works I don't, I don't have the footing that i've gotten the last six months without without starting on on hen yeah i have to say yeah hen definitely introduced me to more 
collectors and Sutu is the one that kind of convinced me because doing a lot of stuff on ETH, but I definitely agree that there is a difference. You can easily on-ramp new collectors because it's so cheap to like the gas fees and everything. So uh, I loved, I mean, whatever happened, I know like hidden drop now it's like object.com or what is it now? What do people use with Tez? With NFTs? There's a few splinter groups. I mean, basically it's, it's uh, it's more fractionalized than when when you were around probably when it was just straight head. But um, you know there there isn't a clear winner yet in the the you know fragment. Has anyone used Rarible with Tezos yet? Because they just implemented it, haven't they? They started this week. Yeah, I'm. I'm Have you used I, it yet? I don't need platform. I, you know, I run my own stuff, so I'm staying. All right, I'm just saying. I feel like it's <laughs> not quite ready. I, I feel like it's not quite ready for prime time. Once they integrate all the stuff that's well, been minted on him then it'll really like explode, I feel, or at least get some activity. Cause right now it's like, it's just another separate contract. So it's hard for me to like dive in when I have this ongoing series on a pre-established contract. Yeah, I bought a Tim Maxwell, um, his Genesis on Rarible on Tezos. And it's the only NFT I have on there now because it's not showing you know any of the other ones from the HIN contract or the object contract. I think once Tezos has like, um, you know, a one one stop shop that shows all of your different Tezos chain NFTs, I think that's going to reign supreme, honestly. I mean, Tyler, um, Tyler showed me this NFT on Tezos that kind of blew my mind because I had never seen this. Like when I first started making NFTs, I was like, it would be super cool if you could make an NFT where the collector could like draw on it and change it. Like if you owned it, like you could manipulate it in certain ways. And Tyler showed me an NFT that was like, you could play a game on the NFT. Like it was like, I forget what game. It was, it was. like Space Invaders. Remember. Yeah. And, and, and that just blew my mind. Like, I, I don't think you can do that on ETH, but for some reason, I, I don't know how this shit works, but you can mint, you can, so you can mint unity. You can mint, there's so much you can do on the Tesla's blockchain. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't do that on ETH, right? You yeah, like you yeah. be able to have like a collector controlled NFT if you wanted one. So yeah, try it out. Just let us know first and we'll be ready. <laughs> I mean, if I could do that, like if I could make an NFT that was somehow control, you know, like collector controlled. I mean, I, I have one that's somewhat collector controlled, but not to the extent that the one you showed me was. I mean, so I, I know that they have ones that are activated by a click. You could have a collage that would change the pieces in the collage based on how many times you press the mouse. Yeah, that's super interesting to me. Yeah. I'm getting FOMO now. I want to go mint something on uh, Hen, like the good old days. <laughs> that's my favorite thing when, a, when an ETH artist will just surprise drop something on Tez. Like, and I think everyone should do that um, just because, you know, a lot of you guys I respect and have been following for years and years, but I can't afford to collect you um, unless you drop on something on Tez. And then, I don't know, it's just so exciting. Um, and you yeah, only get one, one shot, you get one shot at the surprise drop. And then once you're recognized, then the scripts and the bots are on you. So you get one shot to just come and put something out there. But and then you, you claim it and then you've got to you know be careful how you do it so that the, the scripts don't get- Sounds kind of fun. <laughs> but that one that one drop is is you know legendary that's that's what's uh that's the money maker great for your collectors and fans it's great for the tez community to feel respected right the struggle that i have there i talked with fuck render about this is about what you know because he's done now 
he did he did two pieces on on a previous wallet, and he's done three on this last wallet that he's on. And I I argue with him a lot about recognizing them just as a part of his over rather than being sort of the stepchild hen piece. And I think you know that's where if you guys are going to do this, don't don't separate. Don't say, well, that's just my head piece pricing, you know, uh, accordingly in the whole bit. Let it play into your your whole narrative and your whole collection, collection, I think, is the key. So far, we really don't have many that have done that. It's sort of a, a side piece. You're my side piece. I think one part of that is um, a lot of ETH collectors won't even venture onto Tezos. So when I did the um, the creation of Evil and it sold for the, the highest or whatever, and then I bought it back and burnt it, like so many collectors didn't even know that had ever been minted on Tezos before being reminted on Ethereum. And I don't think they're even bothered. Like the, 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 the guy that collected in the end didn't even care. So I don't know if that's been like invicted of, of every single collector, but I don't know. I think it's just a really good birthing ground for artists to get involved. But yeah. But so I, I think I think that changes as more and more, you know, upper tier artists acknowledge their pieces on on the on the chain. Well, I mean, I think here's the thing, like if, if I can do something uh, through Tezos that I can't do through ETH, but it's going to like help push my art forward, like I'm 100% willing to explore that. And I mean, definitely that eye opener from Tyler, that piece kind of blew my mind. So I was like, shit, there's definitely something to be done here. I don't know how collect, like, you know, like, I don't know how Roger feels about this being, you know, primarily collect collecting on ETH. Um, but I would like to hear his thoughts on this. Yeah, me too. I'm all for it. Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't explored it much. I'm, I'm aware of it. I'm, I've, I've seen some of the art, but I haven't dove in myself yet. But I'm all for it. I mean, I think I, I think it's all going to be irrelevant in the future. I and mean, we'll get to the we'll get to the point where it's multi-chain. It's going to be seamless. It might take us some years to get there, but we will get there. And so historically, I think, yeah, it's it's put like um, was it threesomes? I think you said this, but make it part of your narrative. Like make it a cohesive story that you're telling. If you are telling it in multiple places, that's fine as long as it's part of that overarching narrative. That's what I care about most. So I, I most likely will dive in at some point, Q1 2022. I, strong chance I'll go over there and, and snag something just to get the experience and uh, yeah, see where it goes. It's a slippery slope, RD. Be I careful. Believe <laughs> well, that's, yes. that's so, so truthfully, that's part of the issue is that I think right now one of my struggles has been the space is nuts, right? space is nuts and when you care a lot it's like you could lose your head you could you you could be what is it 25 8 right you could be 20 25 8 in there and and just lose your mind and so what i've been struggling to do is to figure out like okay one i can't keep up with everything so you can't you can't do it so don't try but then what am i going to focus on so it's really like trying to whittle it down to something that makes sense and still keep up on enough things that i'm keeping myself happy so i do know if i open that door it is it's going to be a slippery slope I mean, I opened a Tezos store, was it five months ago, I think, or six. And I specifically made that collection purely for the artwork. I mean, that collection is huge. And I just, I love that it's given artists that don't have the big audiences or the funds to mint on ETH or all that stuff that a lot of us have worked hard enough, but also been lucky and blessed with is a space for so many artists to do sell digital art. And I think it's amazing on what's happening on that space. And I'm pretty sure I haven't, it's been a few months since I bought anything on Tez, but it's on my mind always looking out for stuff. And 
I mean, that entire collection is purely for my own pleasure. Nothing is going to be resold and it's all just to be viewed on a digital screen in, in my house. So I think that's the beauty as well. I find with, with hen with Tezos is that it's not that much about the money. It's a lot more about the artist than the art. Cause you don't really hear where well, you kid eight did a fuck off massive headline about money on Tez. But besides that, you it's appreciation purely of the art form and a lot of artists that can't make the other platforms are getting paid because at the end of the day them getting paid it's like fueling their tools to keep creating in a sense <laughs> well said bill well said man lush you got pants on yet <laughs> nah <laughs> love it too oh, listen man. listen listen this is where i've been Oh, you missed it. Oh, we heard it. I caught right. a little a little bit of that flush there. And you're recording, right? <laughs> flush I'll, I'll sucks. Just, that. Just, I'm just like, um, I'm just listening in there about the um, Tezos thing. Yeah. You should try no, it I out. I, I haven't like dipped into it myself, but oh, I'm, I'm like a hair away from like going crazy. It's so, too much shit to do. Like Roger was saying, like nonstop. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to like, divert into other things too you know yeah man it's exhausting um trying to like keep up you know like i'm i'm just coming off of a massive burnout because i started this in august of you know last year so it's just like i have not stopped since so yeah you got to be careful like you can't just keep doing shit eventually it's going to catch up to you so finally like got myself to take a break for a little bit so yeah, man, this shit's exhausting for sure. Yeah, I, try, I tried to leave this month a little bit open so I could organize a house and buy a studio and shit finally. I like kind of didn't touch any of the earnings from the year at all, man, apart from buying some computers. Like, tried to do all the adult stuff this month and it's actually even harder than the fucking <laughs> doing the actual art, you know. I'm, I'm used to not having that much capital to work with on the yearly anyway you know what i mean it's a bit it's all a bit fucking much and you can't go anywhere and spend the money so yeah well that's why i've been trying to like all year get someone to let me buy a house with like s you know um <laughs> like oh, i found a place to sort of um to get like a vehicle and you know a decent car and stuff with that but um the house one's a bit harder so you did it's manage to get a car that. with Ethereum? No, I haven't taken the plunge yet because it's like, um, it's like uh, I know that it's a stupid idea to to buy a fucking car right now. <laughs> like, oh, it's true. better off going to like something something else. Like, it's better off just sitting probably in Ethereum, really. But yeah, I, I just haven't done anything with anything all year. You know? Does anyone know if Fuckrender ended up buying that G thirty five or whatever the the G wagon with ETH? Somebody sell that to him? Yeah, he got a G wagon. I, I think don't know he if did. He bought it with ETH. Yeah, I think he did bought it with ETH. He was saying oh, shit, really? Yeah. yeah. If you go on Twitter, yeah. if you go on Twitter and say I want to buy a car with ETH, there's a company that will DM you straight away. Yeah, yeah. spoken from experience. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. when I was joking, I was joking about getting a Lambo, and they messaged me three times and said they could help facilitate it in that. But you could just sell your ETH and just buy it with Fiat. 
Yeah. You, you know we have still have to pay taxes. That fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, have any of you guys been getting like a shit ton of scam DMs like lately? Yeah. I mean, like yeah. this week, yeah. even more and more and more. Especially you open up your Instagram. Yeah, it's the Instagram. crypto queens. Oh, have we all got the crypto queens in the DMs. Yeah, the five hundred. The five hundred dollars one. Yeah, I got that one. The five hundred dollar one. Yeah. Yeah, then, I've got no, three of the five hundred dollar ones. Queens, they're the best. Shout out to all my crypto queens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just like so scared to like click links now. Like even, yeah, if, it's, like, even if it's somebody I know and there's like a link, I don't even, I don't even click don't it. Yeah, yeah, straight to the spam. Yeah, try uh, entering super rare with an uh, third R. And it takes you to this <laughs> sketchy website. And I was like, fuck, I'm done. Like my MetaMask is probably gone. <laughs> but no, I'm fine. It's, it's scary. And remember on MetaMask to sign out. Because yeah. over a year, we've signed up to a lot of websites. And it doesn't sign you out. It's still yeah. stored in MetaMask. Has That's good advice. Yeah. I, I did it this week. And I had to sign out of 40 websites. How, wait, oh how do I do that? the top three dots connected sites ah just trash them all damn i did not know that jesus christ right because if they get hacked then you got issues oh shit i'm connected to a fuck ton of stuff (laughs) let's go (laughs) what's that website again (laughs) the mechaverse we can get that to fuck Well, you guys, might get a, uh, a doing it right now. see you later Steph thanks so, for the breakdown good luck tomorrow cheers give Mauro a kiss for us <laughs> I will do um, stay man. safe don't get in problem in travel with the taxes um, <laughs> <laughs> bye bud I'll, I'll see everyone soon bye guys man. Later. yeah guys I need to shoot too on that epic safety note because all of you are Got to delete websites off your MetaMask. Yeah. <laughs> I'll literally Steal do it right now, bro. Well, happy holidays <laughs> to everyone and yeah. Merry Christmas and all that. Happy Merry holidays, Christmas, Billy Eilish. Holidays. Later. Holidays. Later. 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 Yes. Signing off as well, guys. Thanks Bye, mate. So See you, Dirk. We'll just shut her down then. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's, yeah, it's a shame Krugman's not here because there was a scam. Like um, when, when Krugman did his first race with, with his drive cars, the someone someone did the the first fake rd account that i know of and tried to scam him out of a quarter ETH, and he actually like smashed the person back and messed with them because he figured it out but like they took they took the icon they took the name with like one letter off and all that uh, stuff There's crazy stuff going on yo one time i was um on discord and this guy pretended to be fuck render and so i was like i sent the photo like the a screenshot of what's what was happening to fred and he's like oh get me in the conversation with him and so we started fucking up like the guy because like they were both fuck render and they were just talking to one another and then the guy just i he was starting to say like really mean shit to fred like uh oh you you don't deliver on your projects you're worth nothing your art is shit and all that stuff not kidding so i don't know what was the goal of that person there but it was incredibly funny to have like such a plot twist happening with that camera so we made it worth you know you made it when you're being impersonated in Discords and Twitters and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'm just deleting these these fucking. Metamask. Yeah, literally, like I'm just going through. I just just got to G Vols now, bro. Shall I leave that <laughs> <thing> <laughs> now, Chubbies. You know? Can everyone remember Chubbies? 
Chubby, this is it, bro. It's just like every project that you've lost money on is just in this list, bro. <laughs> Everything you've ever lost money on is here now. It's like, I don't even want to look at it. I'm just going through it as quick as possible. <laughs> sort it out. Well, thanks for having us, boys. I'll shoot off as well. It's been a pleasure. And thanks no. for everything you in the community, you boys. Hey, I appreciate yeah. it. We, um, we enjoyed having everybody on. It was yeah, a lot of fun. Thank you. Continue. Take care, all. Happy cool. holidays. Thanks, guys. On to a new year. We'll yeah. talk to everybody yes. again soon. This is good. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Take care. We'll everyone. cut out so all much. the tax stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look out. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. Damn, that's nifty. That's nifty. That's NFT. That's a nifty, nifty NFT. That's nifty. That's NFT. That's a nifty, nifty NFT. Before he is fizz, he leaked a plan. Exula worked on Iron Man. How cool is that? Mad Dog Jones, the dude so fine, he hand draws every single line. I sure as hell didn't know that. Renda built a gallery to raise new artist popularity. What a guy. Yeah, man, it's Too much lag like a nomad, all his belongings in a single bag. All these things, can't you see? I learned all that's NFT. That's nifty. That's NFT. That's a nifty, nifty NFT. That's nifty. That's NFT. That's a nifty, nifty NFT. That's nifty. That's NFT. That's a nifty, nifty NFT. That's nifty. That's NFT. That's a nifty, nifty NFT. Damn, that's a nifty NFT.